6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. I know a lot of you count down to the day till you can travel. Maybe you're going to head down to the States. Maybe you want to go to Mexico. Maybe you want to go overseas. In fact, I know some of you have already booked trips. Is there a chance we might be able to make a trip across the border this summer? The federal government is reportedly set to announce by the end of the week if some COVID-19 travel restrictions will be lifted. As it stands, the current border closure expires on the 21st of June. The Toronto Star says an announcement on a reopening plan could come as soon as this Friday, which would then provide 10 days for the first of any changes to roll out. It would also come when Prime Minister Trudeau and U.S. President Biden are in the U.K. for the G7 summit. Now, even if the closure isn't extended, it is unlikely to mean that tourists can come roaring across the border. Sources telling the paper it's expected to be a long process. Prime Minister Trudeau has made it clear that those who are fully vaccinated will be the first to benefit from any rollbacks on travel restrictions. Sandy Salerno, Global News. So this news comes as the Tourism Industry Association of Canada and many other Canadian business organizations have been pressing the government to commit to a date to reopen the border and to tell us tell them what is it going to look like what markers need to be in place how will this roll out beth potter is the president and ceo of the tourism industry association of canada beth joins us this afternoon welcome to 6 30 chad in edmonton thanks so much Jaylen. great you've to be here on, you've been on the job for a couple of months now what a time to take over um advocating and working towards and for the tourism industry in this country at a time when boy oh boy it has just been kicked to the curb well it, it certainly has been uh, non-stop since i started but i did come in with some training wheels having spent uh, the last yeah. first part of the pandemic in ontario yeah for sure well it sounds like there's a, a bit of some good news for the tourism industry today well, we certainly had a, a, a little bit of an announcement today from, from the federal government um, uh, indicating that fully vaccinated Canadians could uh, come back across the border uh, without having to uh, quarantine in the quarantine hotels. Uh, and so that is a step in the right direction, for sure. Yeah, and I guess everyone right now, we're just, and you and, and everyone looking for details, sources saying it's going to be a long process, uh, expect it not to come roaring br- back right now. Now, how do you expect or how are you thinking? What do you expect this is going to look like as we move forward? Well, um, the expert advisory panel released their report about a week and a half ago, and they outlined in their report um, some recommendations on how we can begin to move uh, travelers back and forth across the border. Um, And they addressed, you know, fully vaccinated, partially vaccinated, and unvaccinated travelers. So this is, um, their recommendations are are fairly solid, um, and we think that, you know, as an industry, we certainly agree with them um, that, you know, uh, having some kind of a proof of vaccination uh, for those that have been vaccinated and um, uh, a, a testing process, a testing and contact tracing process for those that haven't um, is something that uh, we we expect to see implemented over time. What, what implications do you think um, that this proof of vaccination is going to have on travel? I mean, I think you know, there's a lot of folks, there's a lot of countries saying we need to have this. There's going to be people saying, you know, I still want to travel, but I don't want the vaccine. What do you think that's going to mean for, for the industry? 
Well, I think that, um, you know, it's going to be something that if it's not made into a simple process um, and and there isn't a seamless process, you know, around the world because travelers are global in nature, um, that it's going it will continue to have an impact on the on the tourism industry. So we are. Um, certainly uh, advocating for a simple process. We're advocating for something that um, is uh, easy to understand and accessible to all travelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's uh, that's going to be the key, isn't it? So if this was pushed much longer, Beth, if, if things were closed down, now we do know that there is some travel going across the border, and I, and I understand that, but when it's open to travel like we had, um, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, go um if if this was to go on much longer if the industry was to lose another summer um season what would that mean what what would happen well it's a combination of things because um the federal government is also already talking about ramping down subsidy programs that um tourism businesses have relied on to to stay solvent um, or stay afloat uh, over the last 15 months. So if those programs start going away and the border doesn't open and we don't get the influx of visitors, um, or if the visitation is a really thin trickle, um, it's going to have a huge impact on um, on our businesses. Um, we're hearing numbers like 75% of businesses don't think that they could survive another summer season yeah. um, without visitors. Um, and that's just that puts the entire industry in jeopardy. Yeah, without a without a doubt. And um, you know it, the importance of international travelers too. I think that uh, that that might be lost on folks at times. You think, oh, hey, you know what? I head off to Jasper or Vancouver or Toronto, whatever it is. I spend my cash there. But we know that international travel travelers tend to spend more cash, don't they? They certainly do. They also <laughs> they also stay longer, um, and so. So it's not just that they spend more, but they spend more over a longer period of time, too. So um, we certainly like international visitors. Um, but the other the other part of it is that um, international travel does lead to uh, economic investment. We've seen that time and time again. And, um, and business travel and business events are an incredibly important part of the tourism sector. It's not just all, you know, vacations and, and visiting friends and family. Um, so, you know, the implications for travel um, internationally uh, is impacting more businesses than just the travel and tourism industry. It's impacting any business that does business in other countries. I'm, I might be putting you a bit on the spot with my next question, but I'm curious if you if you have an answer or, or you might uh, know. I know a lot of folks are wondering about prices and what that could mean as we move forward. What are what are you hearing or what are you expecting about the cost of of travel? Um, you know, as we as we move out of this. Yeah, that's a big unknown right now, um, and uh, certainly, you know, my colleagues in in the transportation and hotel industry um, are, are feeling the pinch, and, and you know, they're it's going to be a challenge to get to get back to travel. Um, we're not sure yet what that's going to look like, um, but. You know, what, one thing that we do know is that if Canadians choose to travel in Canada this year, um, and, and instead of traveling overseas, that they can actually help to um, 
contribute back to the to the industry and to the Canadian economy um, by replacing some of those international dollars that are lost. Yeah, it just uh, we we need a timeline and we need to know how it's going to roll out. If it's going to be in in stages or just you know open things up. If you have the the piece of paper, uh, we just need to know. And I know a lot of folks in uh, the tourism industry chomping at the bit to to know as well. Beth, I'm curious, um, where's the first place that you wanna? What's the first place or the first place on your list to travel to when all this is said and done? My first trip will be to Saskatoon uh, because that's where my daughter and her and her daughters are. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I haven't seen her since Christmas of 2019. So, <laughs> well, good for you, Saskatoon. Mine, mine's going to be Sault Ste. Marie. So we're we're hitting well, the hot spots. Let me tell you. There you go. <laughs> Beth, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I look forward to chatting with you again in the future. Thanks for this. Thanks so much, Jalen. Yeah, you betcha. Beth Potter is the president. And CEO of the Tourism Industry Association of Canada. And, you know, that's something I think for a lot of us, while while folks are planning trips maybe to Mexico, I I know people who have booked, um, you know, a a resort stay maybe into January, February of next year, even maybe late uh, into the fall of this year. But I think for a lot of folks, it's like, hey, I just want to get to... Toronto or Regina or Thunder Bay or Wawa or, you know, Smith Falls to see a loved one, you know, someone that they haven't been able to see. Sure, those great big trips, um, you know, if you if you can do them, if you want to do them, um, you know, a lot of people are thinking of, about that, but uh, a lot of folks as well just thinking about maybe being able to see some friends, to see your grandkids, to see your parents, you know, really, I mean, if anyone told me that Sault Ste. Marie or, or yeah, Sault Ste. Marie was going to be on the top of my to-do, to-do travel list, I'm not sure I would have ever bought into it, but it certainly is right now.